to Unsupervised Learning. I'm Daniel Meisler, and this is a show that explores the intersection of security, technology, and humans. I spend 5 to 20 hours a week consuming books, articles, and podcasts, which I then turn into a concise 15 to 30-minute summary and analysis. There's a summary episode every week, as well as standalone episodes that are either me sharing an idea on a topic or discussing one with a guest. The goal is twofold, to keep you up to date on the absolute latest in security and technology, and to explore ideas that hopefully give you something to think about. All right, welcome to episode 231. Starting off with security news, and instead of COVID, U.S. protests and unrest. The United States has been engulfed in widespread protests, riots, and disorder, triggered by the death of a man named George Floyd while in police custody. And with fires raging near the White House, the lights were turned off and Trump was taken into an underground bunker used during terrorist attacks. Many large cities have imposed curfews. After many Target stores have been looted, they decided to close or reduce the hours of around 200 stores. It's not just Target, it's lots of places actually. And the president is going to designate Antifa as a terrorist organization, which No one is quite sure how to do that because it's a bunch of loosely organized people, kind of like anonymous. It's not an actual organization. And many health officials are worried that the protest activity will lead to a surge in COVID-19. So, major event. This is the sixth night of it as I'm recording Sunday night. And uh, we'll continue to monitor it, as I'm sure everyone else is as well. The NSA made an uncharacteristic warning on Thursday about how the Russian GRU is using a vulnerability in XM to attack systems in the U.S. The attack allows one to execute shell commands on the host and network that XM is running on, which is how RCE works, and which gives them a pivot point into other networks. It's a patch vulnerability from a few weeks back, but many people still haven't updated. So if you know anyone running XM, including yourself, definitely patch. Octopus Scanner is a piece of malware that attacks the software supply chain by embedding malware during the build process within NetBeans projects. Stanford launched the SIO Virality Project, which is a study looking to understand the disinformation ecosystem around COVID-19. The 2004 release of Windows 10 is out. By the way, they should change that release number. That doesn't make any sense. Actually, it does make sense in the wrong way. It implies that it came out in 2004. Anyway, it includes some security and privacy improvements, updates to the firmware protection, Chromium Edge support for Application Guard, better support for FIDO2 keys, simplified access to some security settings, and a bunch of other stuff. So that's an update to Windows 10. OpenSSH is deprecating SHA-1, which is now, it's now actually possible to perform chosen prefix attacks for only around $50,000. So actual practical attacks, as opposed to theoretical. There are a number of ways to attack YouTube creators with denial of service attacks associated with terms of service violations. Basically you spam various types of complaints against particular videos, such as 
They have one called Circumvention of Technology, and it causes YouTube to take down the video, and maybe if it gets enough of them, it might actually disable the target's account. So what attackers are doing is hitting up YouTubers and sending them ransom notes, basically saying if they don't pay a small amount of Bitcoin, they'll get their content taken down and their channel shut down. And doesn't seem to be much of a defense right now because YouTube can't really tell the difference, I guess, or they haven't started being really good at being able to tell the difference. So they definitely need to adjust to the fact that this is being used as a weapon and uh, figure out how to tell the difference between legit complaints. You, you would think that volume would be one way to do it. <clears throat> and then obviously looking at the person doing the complaining. But this is a kind of a bot problem, right? Where you're just unable to tell the difference between legitimate and malicious activity. The UK is looking to phase China out of its 5G infrastructure. And this is after a number of meetings with the US about this. And China is understandably upset. I'm not saying justifiably upset, but understandably. And the ACLU has sued Clearview AI for collecting and selling images of people's faces. I think this is a good suit. I mean, Clearview AI was literally trying to make it so that their customers could know anyone just by looking at them, even if they hadn't consented to being a target. And if anything was going to bother the ACLU, you would think that would qualify. So makes a lot of sense. Advisories. Six Cisco servers were hacked using SaltStack vulnerabilities, which SaltStack is a management technology for people's infrastructure. So anyone running SaltStack, basically the infrastructure is vulnerable and uh, evidently applied to Cisco as well. There's a new Android vulnerability that lets apps disguise themselves as other apps, which allows them to create false UIs and ultimately steal information on behalf of other apps. Emerson has multiple issues in one enterprise, a SCADA control solution. Breaches, Joomla announced a breach on an S3 directory that revealed the data of around 2,700 users. And NTT says its Singapore cloud was hacked, resulting in the loss of Japanese customer data. And under companies, Synac raised $25 million in a Series D. Good to see that Synac is still chugging along, along with Cobalt and Bug Crowd and HackerOne. So ecosystem seems healthy in competition, so that's good. Cisco is purchasing Thousand Eyes, a threat intelligence company. And a company called Vesta raised $125 million to fight payment fraud using AI. Technology news, Sony is going to demo the first PlayStation 5 games on June 4th. Google is now providing an anxiety self-assessment link to anyone searching for anxiety-related items. GE has exited the light bulb business after 130 years. They got in around 1890. 1890 is when they started making light bulbs, and they're now going to stop doing that. 130 years. 
Amazon is offering permanent roles to around 125,000 of their recent COVID-related workers that they hired temporarily, now going to become permanent workers. Ear and wrist wearables helped the wearable space jump 30% year over year in the first quarter of 2020. And Microsoft is laying off dozens of journalists and editors that were responsible for picking stories in their MSN news service, and they're being replaced with AI algorithms that do that work automatically. So it's not theoretical, folks. The jobs are really going to go away, even white-collar jobs. Not all of them, different jobs at different paces, but this is a real threat. Human news, SpaceX took two humans to space from the U.S. for the first time in around nine years, and it was unexpectedly emotional for me. I was also elated to see how many women were explaining the science and the mission as part of the broadcast. Truly felt like we were making human progress there for a moment, and I'm thankful to them for that. But then you look at the situation with the protests and the rioting and police treatment of black folks. And I don't know, it feels more like the show Expanse, where you have tremendous advancement in space travel and the actual population is suffering massively. So I guess congratulations to us for achieving science fiction, but in this case, dystopia. Humpback whales are making a strong comeback in Australia, with numbers growing at around 10% a year. There's more evidence that coronavirus could be a blood vessel disease, which would explain a lot, evidently. The Census Bureau has found that a third of Americans show signs of anxiety or depression. One third. Tremendous percentage. Universities are about to be in really bad shape this fall when tons of international students don't show up and pay their fees. They can't house students safely, and they can't run sports events that generate revenue. Multiple American Indian tribes are being hit extremely hard by COVID-19. Meditation and mindfulness apps continue to thrive during the pandemic. And 71% of Americans believe the U.S. economy is in a recession or a depression. Ideas, trends, and analysis. Idea generation. Interesting essay here by Sam Altman. People who believe in conspiracy theories tend to have certain mental characteristics, such as being anxious, feeling a loss of control, and feeling isolated and disconnected. And unfortunately... Those are all symptoms of the current situation economically and with the pandemic lockdown. Had a crazy idea during the week. Maybe all hipsters are actually absurdists. So it's not that they think they can get true meaning from all those little micro hobbies. It's that they realize there is no such thing. So they over-index on the small details in order to distract themselves. There's a theory called meaning maintenance that says we tend to search for and double down on our core identities and beliefs when we are faced with something that doesn't make sense, which I think is super interesting given the story about conspiracy theories. 
So we start locking down on whatever identity we do know we have when things start shifting under our feet, which could, I think, lead to polarization and conflict. The new model media star is famous only to you. This is really interesting. It's like you're following someone and they're not really popular with everyone, but you love them and it's like a one-on-one situation. Kind of interesting. Happiness During COVID-19 by Jonathan Haidt. Highly suggest you read and listen to this guy. And Pay for Your News. Again, those are all titles from the newsletter, which are a lot more valuable when you have the newsletter. This is an odd week, which means the newsletter is free. So just go pick it up on the site. Updates. I'm reading one of the best books I've read in a long time called The Meritocracy Trap, which is about economics, social strife, separating classes in America, and tons of other stuff. I finished Piketty's book, as you know, if you've been listening, and uh, it actually talked about similar things, but I didn't like it nearly as much as this one. Found this one far more descriptive, practical, and honestly accurate, according to my model. Definitely a 10 out of a 10, The Meritocracy Trap. It's by Daniel Markovitz. I would absolutely recommend this. Discovery, I love sunglasses, so I might be trying out these new offerings from Future Mood that supposedly have the ability to alter your mood. They're not actually out yet, so no one can buy them, but they also have Carl Zeiss lenses, so I don't know, might try it out. How to upgrade lighting in your home office? A red team maturity model, really loved this piece. Minecraft Dungeons just came out, and it looks extremely fun. It's like a kid-friendly Diablo game, basically, but in Minecraft universe. A list of one-sentence descriptions of AWS services. Whoever put this together is an absolute saint. Cloudflare launched a new bandwidth speed test called, well, they called it speed test, but it's got some pretty cool visuals. A tone of voice guide for writing. Just read this a few minutes ago. It's fantastic. Five types of ZSH alias. Graphing MITRE using Bloodhound. Stop writing on Medium if you care about SEO. Someone made a custom Zoom background where he brings himself a drink. So it looks like a static background the whole time you're sitting there talking. Then suddenly someone enters the room looks like it's live video, but it's actually him. And he drops drops off a drink on the table next to him. And what's cool is, as he sees the videos playing behind him, he sort of leans to one side to make sure the person can, you know, set down the drink on the table. It looks very realistic. I absolutely want to try this. And Pimp My Terminal, a bunch of terminal mods that look really fun probably explore those myself. Recommendations. Text 10 friends that you haven't talked to in a while and tell them that you care about them. That's my recommendation. 
text 10 people you haven't talked to. Tell them you care about them. And the aphorism for the week. Conviction is the conscience of the mind. Conviction is the conscience of the mind. Nicholas de Chamfort. All right. Thanks for listening to this episode of Unsupervised Learning. I believe inserted ads are not just annoying, but that their business model is toxic to content creation. So if you enjoy the show, please consider supporting it directly for just $5 a month or $50 a year, which is two months for free. UL members get the newsletter every week instead of just twice a month. They get access to the archives. They get access to the UL Slack community, where we share ideas and links about the topics we discuss here. And they also get access to the UL Book Club, where we pick a book a month and talk about it live as a group. To become a member, just head over to danielmisro.com slash subscribe. And thank you so much to everyone who's already done so. Each of you is participating in the direct model of creator support that is helping this show survive and grow. And I greatly appreciate you. We'll see you next time. Thank you.